Hello, and welcome to the Golden Hour Podcast with your amazing host, Anna Gold. We hope you enjoy the conversation and learn something new. We have an amazing show planned for you today, and who knows, we might play a game or two. Ladies and gentlemen, without further delay, here she is, the amazing Anna Gold. Hi, everyone. Bonjour. <laughs> That's the American in me interviewing the French-Canadian actress and director, wonderful girl she is, Sergine Dumais. It was the, uh, the experience of working with other actors oh. that made me realize that, oh, you know what, I think I'm a director. I think oh. I like this even better. I like the process of bringing characters to life and collaborating with other actors. I like it. Actually, I like it even more than performing. Um, so that that's how I became a director. I did oh. that for a few years um, before I moved to um, to uh, L.A. Mm-hmm. When I, I moved to L.A., I, I started booking jobs in French dubbing and voiceover oh, because wow. French is my first language. Oh, so yeah. I kind of transitioned to film a little bit um, by way of voiceover. And, um, that's when I, I, I thought, you know what, that, that it would be interesting to, um, use my own voice as a director and, and make a film. And <laughs> this is when, uh, Wichita came along. And so Wichita is my first, uh, film. Oh. And, but it was a, a transition after working as a director for 20 years, first in theater and then voiceover. Oh, that's... So that's how I got there. <laughs> it was not a direct line, for sure. You know what, Sosheen, it never is. It's it's very <laughs> skewed because you might have one intention, but then you might get distracted by something else or maybe in certain opportunities present themselves and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll take that. But as long as you get what you want in the long run, that's what's important. And um, I'm I'm so excited, though, your film for me to see was so beautiful. And I thought, oh, I wish that this could be longer. I really, really wish that it could. Are you going to make it into a feature movie? We are actually. (laughs) We're working on it now. Um, The writer, Bo Price, Mm -hmm. um, is now um, working on the feature script. We we already had a reading, a first draft reading with the, the two actors, uh, Maxime Roy and Jeremy Sisto. Oh, good. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's a feature, so it's a little bit of a longer process, but we're we're very excited. And it will go well because the first one did. And I would say Jeremy Sisto is kind of a big actor. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, yes. Um, he's on right now. He's on uh, FBI. Uh, the TV series. He was uh, on Six Feet Under. Oh, Law wow. and Order. Coolest, even coolest the film. Um, yes, yeah, he has a big career. Oh, that's great. Well, anybody who does a great job is a good actor or actress, regardless of their following. But I just like saw his Instagram numbers and I was like, oh, wow, that's so cool. And now you, what may I ask? We're broadcasting to Catalina and beyond because people may listen to this everywhere online. Um, I'm also recording it. So I can give it to you, Sergine. But 
Um, what would, what did you think of our island? What did you like about Catalina? Oh my God. I thought it was amazing. First of all, it was my first time there. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I've been in LA for 10 years now almost, and I have never been to Catalina. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to go. Uh, I thought this was incredible. Oh. And about the festival, the venue. Oh, oh my God. The, the theater was, uh, isn't it? Isn't it amazing? And it has so many levels too. not just the first venue. There's an upper level and then you can go on the exterior and go outside and just have a balcony view. It's so great. It's just. Yes, it's spectacular. And also the the, how clear the the water is. And it's so close to Los Angeles, but you really feel like you're on the tropical island. Yes, you really do. I do because I think sometimes <laughs> of going to Los Angeles myself. I'm an actress and I'm like, no, nah, I'll stay here. <laughs> Every time I look across the water, I'm like, no, nah, I'll stay here. <laughs> it has to I be. Can't see why. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, um, I'm sorry. I just think that it's, uh, it is a nice place and I'm glad that you came here. Um, what was it like when you found out that you won the awards at the Catalina Film Festival? <coughs> oh, it was so trippy. Well, first of all, in, in, uh, this, we're at the end of our uh, festival run. We uh, we premiered a year ago um, mm-hmm. and oh. during a pandemic. So we played all these other festivals, but most of them, 90% of them were online. Oh, got wow. to be online because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So... We had received a few awards, but getting an email, you know, saying, hey, you won this, because it was all virtual. So it was the first time after all these awards that we were actually sitting in the room when we heard our names and was like, wow. Oh, wow. Because of the pandemic, we couldn't, we didn't get to get up on the stage and, and get it because we had to stay social distancing in our seat with our mask on. Oh, yeah. But but it was still, um, yes, it was a very special moment. And the first time uh, to experience it in person. So that, very, very special. Oh, that is nice. That must be special because it's so, now it's so valuable to do things in person after so long. You know, you've probably had all the Zoom meetings and all the just things that are so impersonal. It's it's so nice to yeah. Um, so when you first started, uh, acting and doing voiceover, did you speak English at all or did you have to learn it as you went along? So I, you know, I told you the story when I got kicked out of of theater school in Montreal and then, and then proceeded to go to uh, New York city. Uh There was, I, I skipped the part where I had to move to Toronto for six months to do English immersion. I had to go learn English before I did all that. I, 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 I mean, I, I spoke very little English that I learned in, uh, you know, in grade school, but. Oh, well, yeah. That, that's. I had, I'm sorry. Go ahead, girl. No, no. I had, I, I just, I had to, to learn it first. That, that's great that you did it and you did it in six months. That's really impressive. How would I learn French in six months? <laughs> I mean, I, I did, I, my English got better since then but it got me a base that it, it was enough to to get in school and and then proceed to panic every time <laughs> I had to miss an exam or even the 
the cultural aspects of it, moving to New York and have all the references be about uh, American history. I, I went and I got a coffee mug with all the with all the pictures of all the former presidents, so that I, in the morning I would I would drink coffee and memorize presidents, so that I would know okay who was president during the World War Two, who was so that I would uh, you know start learning a little bit about uh, history being here. That's and it was it, it it came in handy because I I became a citizen two years ago and I had the history test so. Thankfully, I had to started learning about it. <laughs> oh, wow. Congratulations on becoming a citizen. That's great. Thank and you. You're welcome. And I bet you, honestly, Sergene, you probably know more than most Americans know about our own history. It's just, you know, you might lose these things after studying them in school. And you actually took the incentive as an adult to learn them, which is impressive. Well, you, you, you want to, when you're part of, um, you know, when, especially working in theater and telling stories, <clears throat> when you're part of the culture, you want, you, you want to learn about it. Oh, yes, you should. You can relate to people better. And I definitely, I feel like it's going to put you ahead of most people in the game. It's, um, oh, good for you. Well, I have something for you. Uh, usually with, uh, first of all, before I do the trivia, is there anything else that you'd like to tell people about your film Wichita, like where they can find it or where it, where it will be, like, let's say, in a year? Well, I can tell you where it will be in two weeks. Oh, we're, yes. We're playing not too far from you. We're playing at the Newport Beach um, Film Festival in two, on the 24th. Oh, yeah. So people can check it out there. Um, Great. You can also... Check out our website, wichitafilm.com. Mm -hmm. So if there's, you know, if it, 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 we release it out in the world, <clears throat> you'll be able to find it there. Oh, that's great. It's so, I just have to say to the public who is listening, it is so well acted and so well directed and it's cinematographically beautiful. It's just, I don't know. I just, I hope it's a feature and I can't wait for it to be because I was like oh no it's too short when it ended I was like no don't end yet I'm not ready for this oh, to be finished thank you <laughs> and, and um just to answer uh your compliments I just I, I just want to um shout out a wonderful cinematographer Serge Desrosiers who's also from Montreal who's oh. an amazing DP who uh, flew himself to Los Angeles to help us out. Oh, wow. And of course, the generosity of Jeremy Sisto and Maxim Roy. I texted them, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm making a short film. Do you think you would have time to be in it? And of course, they had better offers and uh, better things to do with their time and with their time. And they, they generously agreed to, uh, to lend their talent to the project. And, and none of it would have been possible without the incredible talent of Bo Price, uh, who, who wrote a brilliant script. So I just, I just want to mention them. Oh, thank you. Yes. Um, it was very good. Very, very good. And I can't wait. So the Newport Beach Film Festival is where it will be showing next in two weeks, essentially, or two weeks from this past weekend, right? Actually, it's gonna, it's on the 24th of October. Oh, okay. So, so a little bit less than two weeks. 
Yeah. Oh, yes. And so everyone who's listening, please go to that. And now we have, dun, 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 are you ready, Sergeen? Yeah. We have a Bob Fosse quiz. Are you ready oh. to answer these questions? Yes. All yeah. Right. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm thrilled. You're t- we're talking about Bob Fosse. Yes. It's your favorite. Okay. Yes. And now these are multiple choice. So okay. in which city... Was Bob Fosse born? Was he born in St. Louis, New York City, Chicago, or Kansas City? Oh, my God. I, um, <laughs> he, I mean, I know he lived in New York, but I don't even know where he was born. Um, I don't. I honestly don't know. Um, I, I would say he, it's not. he's not from Kansas. Okay. So that, uh, that eliminates Kansas City. So now yeah. there are... St. Louis, New York City, or Chicago? In which city was Bob Fosse born? I mean, he's such a theater guy. You would think either New York or Chicago, but who knows? I mean, okay, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm just gonna guess Chicago. Okay, I I lived in Chicago for a while. I hope that's right, and I think that we'll get the answers at the very, very end. When all right, yeah. So after the ten questions, then we'll know all the answers. Okay. So, which major show business award did Bob Fosse never win? Did he not win an, an Emmy? Did he not win a Tony? Did he not win, or wait, sorry, this question is worded strangely. So, did he not win an Emmy? Did he not win a Tony? Did he not win an Oscar? Or, D, he won all of them? Oh, my God. I mean, I know he won... Uh, several Tonys for best choreography. Um, you won an Oscar. I don't know. Maybe you never won, won an Oscar. I don't know. I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> I, I, I know more about his work than about where he was born and the uh, awards and everything. I know he won an Emmy. Okay. Definitely won an Emmy. So um, that's out of the picture. So he won yeah, an so Emmy. Yeah, definitely a Tony and an Emmy. Oh, right. Uh, my God. Um, oh, no. I know. He did win. He won for Cabaret. He won an Oscar. Okay. Um, so he won an Oscar. So, so what was my, what were my choices? The choices are, did he not win an Emmy? Did he not win a Tony? Did he never win an Oscar? Or, total separate kind of vibe, did he win all of them? So you may choose, did he not win Emmy, Tony, or Oscar? Or did he win all of the awards? Oh, he, he won all of these three. You know, definitely. You know what? I think so too, because he was. Both- yeah, yeah, no, no. He won, uh, he won an Oscar for Best Director. Uh, for for um for cabaret, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Um, he won several Emmys for his choreographies yes. and the Tonys, definitely. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, like, like several ones for choreography Tonys. Yes, yeah. I so think, definitely all of them. I think he did. Um, I I know he was very prolific in everything and very good. So let's see what that yields us at the very bottom of the quiz. Let's see. I bet you're going to get all of these right. That's just my guess because I know you're... I don't know where he was born, though. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You might have guessed it correctly. I don't hmm. I don't really know either, but let's see. Okay, so the next question is, Sergine, Bob Fosse started going bald early and <laughs> wore hats frequently for both his own dancing and his choreography. 
Which hat is he most associated with? Did he most often wear the top hat, the derby hat, the fedora, or did he wear more of like a boater hat, like a straw hat? So you may choose from the hat that he wore most often was this top hat, derby hat, fedora hat, or straw hat. Oh, my God. I mean, when I think of I don't know the names of the hat, but when I think of him, uh, I think of him with the hat that you can grab with your hand, on, you know, like the one that Michael Jackson oh. won, uh, wore in, uh, in he, Smooth Criminal. You know, you oh, know yes. that? But I don't know the name of that hat. Well, I also think of him with that round hat, which you can flip but I would say, uh, I don't know the name of hat. Um, but well, a top hat has a bigger brim, like a, it's like a very old fashioned hat, maybe. Yeah, no, that's not it. Okay, so yeah, that's like from the 1800s. Yeah. So a straw hat is more of a summer hat, a sun nope. hat. Nope. I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't, nope. pi- I don't picture him in that. And, um, uh, I could cheat and just look at a picture, but I don't want to cheat. I just want to guess because, uh, okay, so did Bob, ha- that leaves us with two, two more choices. Did Bob Fosse wear most often a derby hat or a fedora hat? And I can't really tell you what those look like. I think a derby is more of a sports related hat, I think, because I, I associate it with the Kentucky Derby, but I might be wrong on that. I don't, um, I would, I would guess. Fedora. Fedora. Okay. That sounds right. That sounds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, oh, this is a good question. Uh, I bet you can get this right. This is to which one of these actresses or dancers, to which one of these women was Bob Fosse not married? Was he not married? Mm-hmm. To- <laughs> I know that answer for sure. Okay. Go oh, ahead. Do you just want. <laughs> okay. Um, was it. All right. Was it Anne Ryan King? Was it Joan McCracken? Was it Gwen Verdon? Or was it Mary Ann Niles? Anne Ryan King. Okay. He was not married. He, they were together, but they were not married. Aha. Oh, the details. The small details. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know that you know these. This is the next one is. In one of Broadway's most famous true stories, which understudy got a film contract when she went on for Carol Haney in the pajama game and there was a famous producer in the audience? So which understudy got a contract when she substituted for Carol Haney in the pajama game? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, Mm. Well, I guess you may guess between these these names yeah. okay you might recognize these was it yeah janice page or was it juliet prose or was it shirley mclean or was it shirley jones is that how shirley mclean got started it's possible it is i know i know that too i thought of that and i thought well you know that's a famous uh-huh. name she could have I don't know. I don't know my trivia on the pajama game. I, I, I remember Doris Day in the movie version of the pajama game. Um, I, I'll, I'll guess Shirley McLean. Nah. Oh, no. If you, 
if you want to guess it, go guess yeah, it. Yeah, sure. I can. I'll guess Shirley McLean, but I I don't think that's right. But that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. That it's the most famous name in the list. So why not? You know. <laughs> um. Okay. Number six. Question six on the Bob Bossy trivia quiz for those of you joining in is in Cabaret. Liza Minnelli portrayed the character Sally Bowles. So. Mm-hmm. She described her nail color as divine decadence. <laughs> Which color was the nail polish? Was it purple, silver, blue, or green? Oh, man, I don't remember. I know. that's it. Really, I don't remember. That is such a small detail. So <laughs> it's really such a short thing. It's... It's um. Uh, let's say let's say purple. Okay, that's a nice color. I would paint my nails that color. Um. All right. Let's see. I will guess after three more, four more answers. So number seven is Bob Fosse appeared in his old buddy Stan Donen's nineteen seventy four film called The Little Prince. Whom did Bob Fosse play in the nineteen seventy four film The Little Prince? Did he play the the pilots? Did he play the fox? Did he play the king? Or did he play the snake? I think it was the fox. Okay. That's a cool name. The fox. Uh, right. Did he play the fox? Really? Uh, right. what, wait. Get, get, give me my um, my uh, options again. Okay. Um, uh, in the 1974 film of The Little Prince, who did Bob... Fosse play? Did he play the pilot? Did he play the fox? Did he play the king or the snake? I don't know, Sergene. I think you okay. Should. So okay. So I I kind of um, <laughs> I I'm hesitating between the the snake and the fox. Uh, okay, no, no. So I'm because Bob Fosse is such a snake like. Uh, Dancer, oh, I'm he is. just gonna go with snake. Okay, I'll change it to the snake. You're not too late. All right, so number eight is on the Bob Fosse questions. Richard Gere played the role of Billy Flynn in the film of Chicago. Who played the role of Billy Flynn in the original 1975 Broadway musical? Was yes, it? I, I know. Oh, I know okay. Um, was it John Lithgow, John Rubenstein, Joel Gray, or Jerry Orbach? Jerry Orbach. All right. Just a minute, please. I need to announce the top of the hour. And okay. it's in two seconds. And go. Hi, everyone. You're listening to KISL Radio. This is Avalon, California. And we're here at 88.7 FM. You may join us at KISLAvalon.com slash listen live. Carry on now with the Bob Fosse quiz. We have <laughs> Sergine Dumay, and she's here answering these questions. Let's see what she's going to get right. Number nine, I'm excited, is which performer was not considered for the lead in all that jazz? So originally, if, like the, the role was given to Roy Schneider in all that jazz. Mm-hmm. But which performer was never considered? for the lead in all that jazz. Was it Richard Dreyfus, Dustin Hoffman, Bob Fosse, <laughs> or Warren Beatty? I have no idea. Okay. Um, uh, let's say Warren Beatty. Okay. 
I, you know, I cannot picture him in that anyway. That I don't feel like he'd fit that. So sorry, Warren Beatty, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. And number 10 is two great film directors, Bob Fosse and Francis Coppola, went up against each other three times for the best director Oscars in the 1970s. I'm sure. And okay. So Bob Fosse and Francis Coppola competed for Best Director Oscars in the 1970s. Each one of them won one time, the other time they both lost. Which year were they both not nominated? So of all the years in the 1970s, which year were Francis Coppola and Bob Fosse not nominated? Was it 1972, 1977, 1974, or 1979? Oh my God! Well, I think that I think that Cabaret won somewhere around seventy-five. Okay. So, so there's seventy-four, seventy-two, seventy-seven, and seventy-nine. And may I help you with this? Yes. I know. Uh, nineteen. I think. Don't quote me if I'm wrong. I'm sorry, but I think that Francis Coppola was nominated in 1972, and then you think that. Fosse was nominated in 1974, right? Or 70? I think he won in around 75. Or 75, okay. Yeah. So then that leaves us 1977 or 79. So that means which year were they both not nominated? I, yeah, that's... It, sound, it sounds like it might have been nominated in, uh, let's say 77. Okay. Let's go for it. And this is the last answer of our Bob Fossick trivia quiz. <laughs> it's a tough one. I know it is. But you're good, though. You got a lot of them, like, right. I know that you were sure on some of the answers. And I, I'm going to submit the answers. Let's see what we got. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, you got a lot right, girlfriend. Okay. So do you want me to tell you your correct answer? Yes, please. Okay. So everyone who's listening who is just tuning in, Sergine got 7 out of 10 answers right in the Bob Fosse trivia quiz, which is really good because I would have gotten like 2 right. (laughs) (laughs) And good job, you. So the answer from Sergine, the last question, I'll go backwards. So in which year, during the 1970s, in which year were Bob Fosse and Francis Coppola not nominated for the Best Director Oscars? And Sergine, you guessed... 1977 and you were right yay oh my god that was just lucky (laughs) yes oh that's great though um and good job and let's see the last answer was which performer was not considered for the lead of all that jazz um the answer that we guessed was warren Beatty, and the correct answer was dustin hoffman so oh okay yeah i i would have guessed warren Beatty too because he seems to me sorry warren Beatty. (laughs) He seems too serious for that role for some reason. Uh, but we lo- we live... He was considered, yeah. He was. And we learn on. And um, and now, number eight, which you got right, uh, Richard Gere played the role of Billy Flynn in the film Chicago. Who played the role in the 1975 Broadway musical? The answer, you were right, was Jerry Orbach. Of, 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 uh, of Law and Order fame. Oh, Yes, yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. 
I didn't recognize that. That's true. Um, and then now let, let us see here. Number seven, going backwards in the Bob Fosse quiz. Bob Fosse appeared with his old buddy um, in the film The Little Prince. Who did he play? He played the snake, and you were right. It's good. Oh, I, because I was hesitant between the fox and the snake. Yes, and you went yeah. You went back, and we got it right. Yeah, girl. I'm learning so much from this quiz because I did not know enough about Bob Fosse. I thought, like, I know his moves are great. That's obvious. But, like, all these little things are, are wonderful. So, in number six, we got wrong, but that's okay because we will always learn these things. So, I never would have guessed this. In the movie Cabaret, Liza Minnelli portrayed the character of Sally Bowles. She described her nail color as divine decadence. Which color actually was the nail polish? The color was green. Mm. Yeah. I think that sounds ugly to me. I would, <laughs> I would, no offense, Liza Minnelli, but I would never paint my I nails green. I don't remember the color. Well, I, I don't have a very good visual uh, memory, so it makes sense. Yeah, and it's hard when you're looking at a whole film and those tiny details don't always stand out to me. But, yeah, we know. Yeah. Okay, and uh, you got the next one right. It was in Broadway's Most Famous Legends, which understudy got a film contract when she went on for Carol Haney in the pajama game? So there was a famous producer in the audience, and this understudy went on to replace Carol Haney in the pajama game. The answer, my friends, is Shirley MacLaine. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes, ma'am. The most famous of the famous. So we have another answer, which you got right, which is number four. To which dancer was Bob Fosse not married? And the answer was Anne Reinking. And you were right. Yes. It says um, the whole length the paragraph that describes it if you want to know do you want to know this oh yeah oh yeah i mean she was the mistress while he was with um gwen virgin yes exactly. oh, no, everybody knows the story about her oh well actually i don't i'm glad that you teach me because i'm reading this paragraph and i'm like wow it gives all these details like and in fact if you in the movie all that jazz um she plays herself oh and ranking Oh, okay. Oh, that's that's good to know. I'm I'm definitely learning a lot about this. And I <laughs> I will give you the next question or the next answer to the next question. So, number 3, we got wrong unfortunately, but it says Bob Fosse started using hats frequently uh and because of his balding. Uh which hat is he most associated with? We guessed the fedora. But the actual correct answer is the derby. And what does a derby look like? You know what? Frankly, I'm going to look it up because I think of derby as being a sports hat. And I think it's associated. This is just my guess off the top of my head without Google. Let's see if I can do this without Google, my friend. I think it is a hat that the sportsmen wear or they used to wear. Like, you know, the newspaper boys of the 1920s? How they? Oh, eat? I, really? I That's it. That's not how, oh my God, all the pictures of Bob Fosse with a hat on stage usually has a hat that, you know, all these moves that Michael Jackson drew from, you know, when he's taking the, putting the hat 
you know, back on his head and moving it, and he, he can hold the hat in front. You know, there's a oh yes, there's like two holes from each side where you can hold it from the from the top of the hat. Oh yes, there's you know a, all these moves. Oh yes, there's a brim, and it's like, uh, you know what? Actually, it is more like you're describing because I always thought. Now I learned this. Honestly, I thought a derby hat was the same as a news a newspaper boy's hat from the 20s, like those kind that are kind of scrunched and uh, kind of have a small brim. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. But no, you. it is uh, the hat. It's similar. It has a, a little bit of a wider brim and like a, mm-hmm. a ribbon around it. And oh, la la, I learned something tonight. Okay. So what is it called again? It's called, it's called the hat that... Bob Fosse wore the most often was called a derby hat. A derby hat. Okay, well, now I know how it's called, but I definitely know what it looks like. Yes, yes, <laughs> I, I know, too. That's now we, we learned, I learned what it looks like and what it's called. And let's go to number two. Which major show business award did Bob Fosse never win? You guessed, Sergine, that he won all of them, and you were right. He did. Yay. Yay. It says he won directing awards in three categories. Um, let's see. La, la, la. He won a Tony for Pippin, an Oscar for Cabaret, an Emmy for Liza with an AZ. And, um, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Well, mm. good for him. And the last question is, where was Bob Fosse born? You got it right, girl. It was Chicago. Oh, great. Yes, he was born on June 23rd, 1927. And, ah, good job, my friend. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's not so bad after all. No, honestly, 7 out of 10 is right. And guess what? Your prize. So I award a prize for everyone who gets something right, you know, on a trivia um, and your prize tonight is sponsored by a store called Island Threads. So if you ever come back here, they have great gifts, souvenirs. It's a souvenir shop. So oh. it's very nice. And so Sojin is going to be mailed a prize from Island Threads and stop back on by if you're here again. I hope you are soon. And Oh, absolutely. Yes, we can go out for a tiki drink at Luau Larry's. Oh, I would love to. Yes. But uh, bye, my friend. It was so nice having you. And tell us one more time about your film and where we can find it and where we can find you and follow you and make you super, like, specific and famous and great and everything. <laughs> well, th- well, thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Um, the film is called Wichita. It's written by Bo Price, uh, starring Maxim Roy and Jeremy Sisto. You can find all the information on our website, uh, com, And uh, in two weeks, on October 24th, we'll be playing at the um, Newport Beach Film Festival. So check it out. And uh, thank you so much. Oh, merci beaucoup. Uh, <laughs> Bienvenue. <laughs> thank you. Should I say, is it correct to say bon soirée? Oui, bonne soirée. Bonne soirée à vous. Ah, merci. Uh, have a good night, my friend, and we'll talk to you again soon. Okay, thank you so much. This has been the Golden Hour Podcast with your host, Annie Gold. We invite you to come back next time for more laughs, 
fascinating guests, and most importantly, movie trivia. Think of her next time you watch The Sunset or Chugga V8. Don't forget to find her on Instagram and take a peek at her profile on IMDb. Until next time, stay golden.